Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church. That's faith.church. Well, good morning, Faith family. It's so great that we are gathered here together online as we're worshiping God and experiencing the presence of God. And I pray that you are sensing the Holy Spirit in your house, in your car, on wherever you are. Maybe you're, you're on a hike. I don't know where you are right now, but this is what I do know, that the power of God can transcend a, a camera and touch your heart and transform you. And this is also what I know, that when the, when, when the body of Christ and when a local community called Faith Bible Chapel joins together and we put our hearts in one place, our minds in one place, we worship God together, we tune our ears to the words of God, something happens in us. We actually feel the support of one another. It is, it's a mystery, and it's amazing, but I want you to know I'm so proud to be a part of this church family that we call Faith, and I want you to know I love you today, and we're continuing with our series on shadowing Jesus, and I'm going to be talking to us today about how to live free of worry, and there's plenty of opportunities today for us to be worried, but before I get into the message, I just have a couple family things I want to share with you. One, I want you to know that this this week, the elders of the church, we gathered and we prayed. We prayed for your families. We prayed for protection. We prayed for provision. We prayed for peace. We bound the spirit of fear and worry over your home because we love you and we are seeking God on your behalf. And we just want you to know that because you mean so much to us. But another exciting thing, I have a, a, an announcement from our, our youth pastor, Evan, and his wife, Nicole Magelson. Um, they had a baby this week. So uh, let me just show you a picture of this precious little one, Jasper Zane Magelson. Such a good-looking kid there. And I just wanted to just take some time for us as a family. And, and I know that that was a simultaneous awe in all of the rooms. And so I think that's great because that's a good-looking kid. And so Evan and Nicole, we love you. So guys, listen, really excited about what God wants to do in your life today. We are in very extraordinary circumstances, never, ever in the life of the church that I, I am aware of, that the church has, has had to minister this way. But I thank God for this technology, and I thank God for His Spirit that impacts all of us. I want to share with you today something that's really relevant. It's really relevant to all of our hearts. And the title of this message is How to Live Free from Worry. And this is a message that I believe that God wants to do something in your life. So he wants to pull you from the place you are now up to another level. He wants to, he wants to get you out of the miry clay of worry, of, of, of things that are, are causing anxiety or fear or panic. And he wants to bring you up to another, to another level because we are in an ever-changing situation. Which, which we have plenty of opportunity to worry, to think about things in a way that is not productive. And Jesus wants to minister to you and set you free today from worry. We all need a little bit more peace in our life. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, God is going to do something in your home today. And so we're going to hear some very straightforward words from our Savior. We're going to hear it from his heart 
It's going to come from his heart, from his mind. He's, he's telling us what, what the Father is telling him to tell us today because he wants to lift your spirit and he wants to strengthen your soul and he wants to give you peace right where you are. I want you to hear those three things. He wants to lift your spirit, he wants to strengthen your soul, and he wants to give you his peace. So today, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 6, which is one of the more famous things that Jesus taught about because it's referenced a lot. But today, these words are what we're hanging on to. We are, as we're shadowing Jesus, we've, we've put ourselves listening to his words, asking ourselves, what does that mean for me right now, right where I am? And these words out of Matthew um, chapter 6 are the foundation for you and for me in this time to live a worry-free life, to be free from worry. And his, his words are going to speak to us today. So let's read them and let's receive from them today. And then we're going to continue to hear what God wants to say to us today. So I'm reading out of Matthew chapter 6. And this is Jesus. He says, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Please hear that today. Don't worry about your life. I know that many of us are worrying right now. And, and, and I, I'm not saying that there, sh there aren't concerns, but I want you to know God does not want us to worry. And Jesus, recognizing that there are going to be opportunities to worry like this virus and the things that we're going through and what it's caused us to have to go through and do, he says this, don't worry about your life. What you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. Now listen, I want to remind you, he says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Listen to this. Are you not much more valuable or precious then they are. The answer to that is, yes, you are. Then he goes on. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how, so listen, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow, and tomorrow it's thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. So do not worry. So do not worry. Saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Please know that. He knows. But seek first his kingdom. And his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. These are the words of Jesus that we're going to receive in our hearts today. You're going to receive something happening in you today. You are going to be delivered from worry, and you're going to be set, and your feet and your life is going to be anchored in the truth of who our God is today. I believe this. I'm praying that God does this today in our whole community, everybody joining this morning as we are seeking and pressing into God. So we have on our notes there, you can, you can write this down, or you can download the notes 
at the little button at the bottom of the live stream. It says, so here it is, how to live free from worry. Number one, this is how we do it. Because of Jesus, I don't have to worry about the future. Why, well, so how, how can I live free from worry? Well, listen, this is how you do it. Because you realize because of Jesus, you don't have to worry. Let me explain. Jesus would never tell us to do something that he would not make possible for us to do. So Jesus said, do not worry. Did he just tell us something that is impossible for us? No. He told us something that by his grace, by his spirit, and by his power, you can do and you will do in the name of Jesus. So I want you to know this today, that you can be free from worry about the what-ifs of the future. The question is, when Jesus said this, and I, this is a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When Jesus said, do not worry, yeah, but, yeah, but Jesus didn't know that, that COVID-19 was going to come. No, he did know. He did know. And so he was anchoring us to something that regardless of what circumstance you're going through, that we can actually be in the middle of a situation that everyone else is worrying, but because of Jesus, we don't have to worry because Jesus is with us. And so Jesus started this passage by saying, don't worry. Don't worry whether you will have food to eat or something to drink or clothes to, to wear. Don't worry about basic necessities. God doesn't want you to worry. He's a good father, and he doesn't want you to worry today. Actually, if you were to look up the word worry, it's really fascinating. You'll learn that the word means to torment oneself with disturbing thoughts. Now, some of you out there, yep, amen, that's me, Jason. That's what's going on. My mind's tormented with, with troublesome thoughts. Jesus wants to set you free. Actually, the English word that we have is based on a German word that means to strangle your mind. Worry is, is self-strangulation of your mind. When you worry, you can't see anything else. That's what you see. You just focus on the trouble, the what-ifs, the trouble, the what-ifs. Worry makes us rehearse the possible future problems by what if... And it's a cycle in our mind that God doesn't want you to be in. And he's, he's, he's delivering you and setting you free today from the spirit of worry. I, and I believe that with all of my heart. And so what happens is our minds get stuck in fear mode. We get stuck there. It's like a, it's like a mode. Like, I can't get out of it. And so we keep running things in our head. You might say, Jason, no, no, no. I'm not worried. I'm just, I'm just concerned. I'm just concerned. Well, listen, there's a difference between worry and godly concern. Worry sees and focuses on the problems. It focuses on the worst. But godly concern sees the problem and then trusts God for the solution. So I know that we have some problems we're facing. I, I know we do. But I also know that you have a God that you can trust and can give you a solution. You have an advantage over every person that doesn't know God. You do. Because you have access to the mind of Christ. You have access to the, to, the, to the power and the provision of God. You have access to peace in the middle of circumstances. Why, why would Jesus tell us to do something that was not possible for us to do? He wouldn't. And so he's telling you today, you can be delivered from worry or from fear. Because of Jesus, you don't have to worry about the future because God holds the future in his hands. 
So God holds both you and the future. So please hear me today. As your pastor, listen to me. Take a deep breath. Do it right now. Take a deep breath. Relax. Trust the Father instead of worrying, instead of expecting the worst. God's got this and God's got you because he's a good father and he wants to take care of you. He, he will take care of you. The second thing on how we can live free from worry is to know this, number two, my heavenly father knows my needs and really cares for me. I, please know that today. Your heavenly father knows your needs. He knows your needs. And in this incredible picture that Jesus is saying here, he uses the birds. Used, actually, just this morning, I was making my cup of coffee, my Keurig, and I look out the window, and on my deck are three sparrows. They're sitting right there. And I thought, God, thank you. Because he reminded me, because I've, I've been studying this, he reminded me, hey, you see those sparrows? They don't, they don't worry. Actually, one of them was really, really fat. I thought that one's having a good year. I could tell. And I realized, I thought, they don't worry. They're not out there going around, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? I, I, what, what, if, what if there isn't food? And what? No, no, they, they were totally happy. Jesus points out, I can just imagine, this little flock of sparrows flies by. They flutter by and goes, hey, see those sparrows? Do they worry about what they're going to eat? And he says, aren't you more important than those? And the answer is yes. You are more important than birds. Then he turns and he looks to a, a hillside and he says, hey, see those flowers over there? Aren't those gorgeous? Look at them. Have you ever seen anything man-made more beautiful than that? No, the answer is. They don't worry about what they're going to wear. They don't fret about how they're going to have clothes. And they're more beautiful than Solomon. Now Solomon was the wealthiest king, the wittiest king. And what Jesus was saying, hey, hey, listen, Solomon compared to those flowers over there, he looks like a bum compared to those. Why? Because God is taking care of those flowers and he will take care of you. So please hear me. Just as God takes care of the, of the sparrow, please hear me. And he closed the most beautiful flower you could ever see. He will take care of you. He will. Jesus was saying to you today that he will take care of you. If he goes through the trouble of feeding the birds and he goes through the trouble of clothing the little flowers, will he not take care of you? Listen to me. You are going to be all right because God sees your needs and he cares for you. Look what Jesus says in Luke chapter 12. This is just a beautiful verse here. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Now I want you to anchor yourself to these verses. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than any sparrow. The very hairs on your head are numbered. He knows them. He knows everything about you. He sees you. He's close to you. He knows your needs and he cares for you. You might be thinking, you know what, Jason? I don't know if I can trust God. I don't know if I can. 
I don't know if I'm in a place to do that. I don't know if, if God is as good as you say he is. I, I don't know what he's really like. Well, let, let, me, let me just help you today take this step, step forward and to shake off the doubt or, to weir, or the, the worry and the fear. Jesus came to this planet to show you what God's actually like. That's why he came. And he taught us that we can talk to God. He, he taught us, actually, and Scripture says that we, we call God Abba Father, which was a term about Daddy, which is an endearing term of Father. And Jesus told us that we can, we can snuggle up to God, that he can meet our needs, and he can, he can speak to you today. He can penetrate every bit of worry. He can see you, he can, he can feed you, he can put clothes on you, he can get you a, a job, he can provide finances, he can heal you because he is God and he cares for you. That's what God wants us to know. He's a good papa, he's a good father and he loves you. Jesus taught us that God loves you and cares for you like a perfect father. And as I was preparing for this and I started to think about some of the examples we have of the caring, loving, nurturing nature of God. And that's what I want you to hear today. He loves his children. He loves you. In Luke 15, Jesus taught that God cares so much for one wayward person that he's like a shepherd who's willing to go and leave 99 who are safe to go and make sure the one is taken care of. So if one gets lost, if, if one starts going down the wrong pathway, he, will, he goes out of his way as a good father to meet them, to meet their needs, to love on them. So here's the question. Do you feel lost today? Do you feel like you've strayed from the peace you once had? Do you feel like you don't have the strength you used to have? Do you feel like you're not as secure as you used to be? Do you feel like you're wandering away from what you used to have because of fear or worry? This is what I want you to know. God's searching for you today. He's searching to rescue you, to come to, to pull you in close. Say, come here, come here, come here, son, come here, daughter. Listen, I got you. I got you. He's there to comfort you, He's there to give you rest. He's there to say, here, just take a deep breath. I got this. To settle your heart and to meet your needs. Jesus taught that God, the nature and caring, loving nature of God is, is, is like a woman who lost a coin. And she turned her house upside down looking for that single coin. She'll do whatever it takes to find this coin. And Jesus taught us that God's like the kind of father that he breaks into a straight out sprint to get to his son who's, who's gone weary and gone astray. And he hugs him and he embraces him. And he says, I've got you. Come on. Let me bring peace and life back to you. That's what God is like. And that's what he's like for you today. And when you realize that you have a father who cares for you. When you see this, he has, a, he has the hairs on your heads numbered. It makes it impossible to worry. So as we elevate God, as we elevate the nature of God, worry begins to quiet. As we're confronted by shifts and changes in our life, it won't be forever. This is, this is not a forever thing. It's a, it's a temporary thing, but it's, it's still worry is still there. We can be free from worry, which brings us to number three. How do we live free from worry? Number three, 
When I focus on God, I don't focus on worry. When I focus on God, I don't focus on worry. This is, you know, we've had this term in, uh, in our lives called multitasking. Well, all the studies show that's actually not true. It's actually people don't multitask. They think they're multitasking, but they're not multitasking. Really, our minds can really only focus on one thing at a time. And so when we focus on God, all of a sudden this area of worry and concern begins to drift. When, when, you, when, when, when your mind is focused on worry, it's focused on fear. But when your mind is energized by faith, energized by who God is, he's a good father, he's going to clothe me, he's going to take care of me, he's going to feed me, then our focus is on God. When our faith is, is lifted and say, God, I believe your word, our focus is on God. And then our worry begins to dwindle and go away. Remember Jesus, when he was speaking these words, I, and this is so important for, for you to hear today, when Jesus is speaking these words, he's not speaking this to a, a, the general population that isn't following him. He's speaking to those, his disciples, and he's speaking to those who are following him. And Jesus was drawing a contrast between two groups of people. One group of people are those who don't know God. This is how they respond, and this is how they act. But this other one, he says, these are people who know God, and this is how you are to be. He said this in Matthew 6, 6. I want you to, to see it again in this context. Do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? So don't, don't worry. He's telling you. He's telling us. Or what shall we wear for the pagans, for those who don't know God? Run after these things. They are consumed by these things. They worry. They hoard toilet paper and Lysol wipes. These are these people. They're freaking out. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So don't be like the pagans, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. All these things, all these things. What do you need today? It's included in all. You are rooted and the nature and the character of God. You're not like the world. You've got peace in the middle of turmoil. You've got security when everyone else is worrying. Why? Because you're going to seek first his kingdom. You're going to focus your mind on God. And the worry is going to drift away. I know, I know that we're going through a lot right now, and I know many of you are going through a lot. I've just been so proud of our church that's been responding through our small groups to serve people. We're continuing to reach out and we're continuing to, to fellowship. But I know, I know that we're going through a lot. I know it's difficult. I know there are genuine concerns and it's affecting some of us more than others. But you have a caregiver and his name is Abba Father. His name is Daddy God. His name and you can call on his name. It may not seem, you may not feel that way right now, but Jesus said, son, daughter, listen, listen to me, listen to me. Don't worry, I've got you. I've got you. Receive that today. God says, I've got you. 
Focus on me. Quiet your mind. Thank me for meeting your needs in advance. And you will feel God's peace. In the four Gospels, we have the story. This is actually the only time that we have that Jesus told someone specifically to stop worrying. And I, I was reading this. I thought, you know, I just want to share this because I think God wants to speak something to you today. In Luke 10, we read about Jesus visiting a home of Mary and Martha. When Jesus arrived in the house, Martha was busy. She was, she was doing her thing. She was, she was getting the kitchen ready, making lunch. But her, Martha was in the kitchen. But Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. And she was just listening to what he had to say. Well, what happened then is Martha got upset. And so she, she, she's been doing all the work. And, and she looks over. There's her sister sitting there just not working, not doing anything to help to bring a solution. And finally, she's frustrated. And Martha storms into, into the room. And she, go, she doesn't even say anything to Mara, Mar, Mary. She goes straight to Jesus. And she said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work? Don't you care? And I think, as I was thinking about our situation, I think the difficulties and part of the difficulties we're in is that we want to be doing something to fix whatever's going on. We want to be fixing something. There's this internal motor that thinks, you know, listen, I, we got to get a solution. And then we think, well, God, you're, you're obviously not moving fast enough for me. Don't you care that this is going on? Don't you know what I'm going through? Don't you, don't you know that I'm, 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 I'm trying to find a solution and it seems like you're just sitting there. You don't care. And I know all of us are, maybe at times, God, don't you care? And I want you to know Jesus does care for you. And so this internal motor, we need to ask God to just quiet it down. The answer Jesus gave Martha Martha's question is a powerful word about worry that all of us need to hear. It's a powerful word. Jesus told Martha, listen, you're worried and you're agitated about many things. But only one thing was really necessary. And Mary has found it. As Mary focused on Jesus, worry Began to fall. She wasn't worried about the affairs of the house and what wasn't getting done and what the needs were and how she was, maybe they didn't have enough of this or have enough of that. Enough of that. She wasn't worried. Why? Because she was focused on Jesus. The one thing is sitting at the feet of Jesus. The one thing that can remove worry from our lives is just focusing our hearts and our minds on God. That's exactly what Jesus was telling Martha. And listen to me, that's exactly what he's telling you today. Use this as an opportunity to sit at the feet of Jesus. When we focus our hearts on Jesus, we submit that Jesus, you hold the future. When we trust God to meet our needs, when we, when we quiet our minds, then we can hear this incredible psalm out of 46, Psalm 46, and I know some of you need to hear this today. Listen, be still and know that I am God. But God, I don't want to be still. 
I want to, I got to do something. I got to, I got to fix this. I got to, I got to find a solution. I got to, God says, hey, hang on, hang on. You, you see the birds? Are they worried? You see the flowers? Are, are they concerned? And then God says this, I see you. And I want you to be still. And I want you to know, this, another word for this know is, I want you to trust that I'm actually God. And I've got this. My friends, God has got this. And he wants to speak to you today. He wants to minister to you today. He wants to strengthen you today. He wants to deliver your life from worry about the what ifs. This is my, this is my assignment this week to you. Find some birds and look at them. You're going to see they're pretty chill. Look at, look at some of the, the beauty of creation. Open your eyes. Look around on the mountains. and They're not even trying to be spectacular, but they are. God is taking care of that. And God will take care of you. Do not worry. Let me pray for you today. If you're just in your home with your family, let me ask you to gather your family together. Or if you're sitting by each other, just hold hands. Just make sure you're, you're connecting there together. If you're by yourself, let me just ask you to just lay your hand on your heart right now. And I want you to receive the blessing from God that I'm going to pray over you as your pastor and speak God's purpose and kindness and peace over your life today. Let's pray together, church. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for my family. Lord, I know today that there are so many opportunities for worry but you have told us not to worry. You've given us illustrations. Look at, look at the birds. Look at the flowers. You've, you've shown us through the interaction with Mary and Martha that we can spin our internal motor and just feel so wound up and never even rest. But you want us to do what Mary did and you want us to rest and to listen and to sit at your feet. So, Lord, I pray that we as a church would continue to strengthen ourselves, strengthen families today in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for our, our families. I pray for our dads who are leading in this time. Lord, I pray that you give them confidence in you, that they would demonstrate that their life is trusting in you, God, that they're going to focus on you and worry. They're going to lead their family away from worry into fresh peace in Jesus' name. God bless every father in this house in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for our, our moms that are dealing with a lot of different things. God, that they would be a great example to their family. That the mom's worry would just come to the place of I'm going to lay this at the feet of Jesus. Lord, I pray for our, our children. God, I pray that you would bless them. You would strengthen them. You would shore up their confidence. And your spirit in the name of Jesus would flood their home right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for single parent homes right now that you would give peace and rest and provision in the name of Jesus. God is your supplier and he will take care of you. Please hear me today. Lord, we want to pray for every individual that's watching that you would allow the Holy Spirit to fall over them and them to feel your comfort and peace. The Lord, we are going to trust in your provision. And God, may all of us today know we are worth more than any bird 
You know our names and you call us by name today. So we as a church take a step forward to continue to lean into you and to be challenged by you today. God, thank you for our church. Bless every home and every life that's joining us today. In the name of Jesus, we all say, let's say together, amen and amen. Well, my friends, I want you to know I love you. We're continuing to pray for you every day. My family prays for you every day. And looking forward to this journey together. I'm looking forward to us being back together, yes. But I'm so thankful that God has knitted our hearts together in this season and in this time. So continue to go on a journey during our 21 days of prayer. Let's continue to lean into that. And you will hear more information about how we're going to be handling some of our service coming up. And so I just want to let you know I love you. God bless you. Be filled with the power and the grace of our Father. In Jesus' name, I love you. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you'd like to watch a service live online, you can join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at live.faith.church. For everything else, visit faith.church. That's faith.church.